Warning, Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, I am extremely excited to be talking music today. I am in a very good mood, which is not normal. Oh, good mood. Uh, maybe you're just so pumped on uh, last week's episode. This week's still pretty damn good, I will say. I'm Like, no complaints. No, this is going to be fun. And... On that note, because we are not a show that has to do the same thing over and over and over again, we decided we have such a great question for hate mail. Why don't we just do that now? Yeah, it's a good one. All right, here we go. It's hate mail time. Mail, motherfucker. All right, everyone. Hate mail time it is. Once again, might as well go through this for everyone. If you would like to ask us any question whatsoever, weird, music-related, weird music related whatever it happens to be you can get in contact with dave on instagram dave of doom obviously myself ian hates instagram and twitter at ian hates podcast no s on the end facebook facebook.com slash ian hates and on email ian hates at gmail.com whew Wow. Oh, and a new social media was added for you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. Do we even promote that shit yet? I don't know yet. I've I've tried it, and it didn't work with a shit. It so. barely works. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not even going to promote it until we know the fucking thing is actually going to do something. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about. And, yes, it will be Ian Hates on that. That's what I have. But why promote it when it's done nothing for us? Exactly. All right. Hate mail time. Once again, this is from Hater Andrew. He wants us to put together a 10 to 12 song album that influenced us into our music taste today. Now, I will tell you, I went a little bit over. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. I had to make a list of like 40, then cut it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I left a few extra on there. And then also the way I did it was what influenced me and what confirmed my love basically okay yeah if that makes sense so i think this is an important question too because people really understand you and i a little bit better in our music backgrounds oh that's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) we'll find out why ian likes black veil (laughs) brides oh if only i had put on knives and pens (laughs) (laughs) it's on the border man i couldn't decide if that's like an error or not to influence me so that was a close one it was a little bit later for me yep i'll say that so dave Why don't you start us off? Okay, here we go. Track one, and I I have 12 tracks. All right, don't number it. it Just just read them all. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, there's no penguins in Alaska by Chiodos. Ohio's for lovers, Hawthorne Heights. Sorry, you're not a winner by Inter Shikari. The FCP remix by The Fall of Troy. Uh, cute without the E, Taking Back Sunday. We Sleep for Ape Forever by Aiden. This conversation is over, Elisana. The People's Elbow, Attack Attack. <laughs> Dressed for Friend Request, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Mm. My Darkest Hour, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. Pray for Plagues, Bring Me the Horizon. And I think my final track was Box Full of Sharp Objects by The Used. Wow, I am going to commend you right off the bat. That is a damn good list. I know, man. Like it, I mean, I could have easily put out about four more deluxe reissues of this if you <laughs> wanted me to with different tracks, but maybe we will. That's what that's what uh made the cut. No, man, that's a really damn good list and we only overlapped once, I think. Wow. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. I I think I know what artist or song? That's a better question. Artist. Okay, okay. Yeah, you I didn't hit the artist. same song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really I tried to be as close to honest as possible with this like i don't think i changed anything around to make it seem like oh ian was super cool when he was young like (laughs) and probably you know that's definitely not the case so i do have this list here my list though i will say has a little bit more new metal because i grew up a few years before you yeah that that is going to be a big difference yeah yeah so here we go this is my list finch what it is to burn off what it is to burn godsmack whatever i am ghost killer likes candy off lover's requiem reveille with butterfly on laced stained mud shovel dysfunction brand new jude law and a semester abroad your favorite weapon from first to last ride the wings of pestilence dear diary my teen angst has a body count paramore emergency All We Know is Falling, Marilyn Manson, The Beautiful People, Antichrist Superstar, Funeral for a Friend, Escape Artists Never Die, Casually Dressed and Deep in Conversation. Whew, man, I gotta like take a breath here. (laughs) My Chemical Romance, Drowning Lessons, I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love, Alisana, Apology, Ah. On (laughs) On Frail Wings of Vanity and Wax, Limp Biscuit, Faith, $3 $3 bill, y'all. Escape the fate. Not good enough for truth in cliche. Dying is your latest fashion. Okay, wow. Yeah, I I think I could have pinpoint maybe two of those out of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good list from what, I, from what I know. I didn't even know all the damn songs, so. Whoa. You know what we might yeah. do? We might. Yeah. Why don't we just make a large Spotify list with this? We could break it up and make it that people can actually hear these tracks. Yeah, as well. yeah. Yeah, let's do that. But the way I went about it basically was trying my best to find the first song that I heard from the artist. And then also, like, you hear Paramore. Paramore is nowhere near a favorite artist of mine. But at the time, Haley was one of the first bands to really have that whole, like, post-hardcore female-fronted band. I probably should have put Veruca Salt on this list as well because technically they're the first one. But I don't really yeah. consider them as much in the scene oh, to yeah. what I listen to now. Same with like with Limp Biscuit. Yeah. That cover is fucking great. Like that cover is what got me into enjoying covers 
by our style of music. Yeah. Like I remember sure, yeah. playing that for my parents in the car and then being like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? That kind of thing. Yeah. I summed it down to how many band tees did I have of each band? Because <laughs> then I obviously liked them a lot, you know? Sure. And that, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's a drop dead gorgeous, man. I had so many of their shirts. See, I never had a shirt, but I did see them live multiple times, and they are a great fucking band. And But that's the thing. Like, in order for me to go to their show, I already knew bands that were like them, so that's why I didn't consider them on the top of my list for influences. Yeah, and that's I think that's the biggest difference between our age gap right there. Yeah, there's always going to be a little bit more new metal for me because that's what kind of got me into the scene in the first place. Yep, definitely. So yeah, it was kind of funny too. You chose Taking Back Sunday. I chose Brand New. Yep. <laughs> because Brand New got me into Taking Back Sunday and you yeah. just never got into Brand New. Yep, that's true. <laughs> there, there's the gap right there. It's very true. But yeah, man, I mean, I think those are fucking great lists. I know, man. We got to put, yeah, we'll for sure get that on a playlist for the, for the fans to check out. For the haters out there. Yep. I hope people know that that's like, a douchey thing and that's why we do that right yeah <laughs> so that people laugh about that all right <laughs> but once again thank you to andrew because that was a lot of fun yeah it was i enjoyed that one next week uh mike from the skinny with mike and adam has a good one for you and brace yourself i'm looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> well once again everyone you'll hear it at the end of the show you know ways to get in touch with us once again but since we kind of did that, we got on a roll. You know, we're enjoying talking about music. Let's ruin it and let's go to scene news. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right, everyone. It is scene news time. And I don't know, man. Do you even want to talk about stupid Phil Labonte and his tweef? He, he is a tweef. He really is like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. I have disliked him for so long. And his, his tweets were obnoxious. Like calm down, man. Well, and I think people know this. I like outspoken people. So I yeah. like Franz. I like Ronnie Radke. Like I like Jared Alonji. Like lots of people that tweet about whatever they want. And they're very outspoken. Like I really do enjoy that. Except when you're a total tool bag. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he is the definition. He really is. So he had this tweet, and once again, for anyone that doesn't know, that's the cool way of saying a Twitter beef. Yep. Tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. But he had a little back and forth with the bassist of Trivium. And the bassist's yeah. name is Paolo? Yeah. Paolo. Paolo. Yeah. yeah. Paolo. Paolo. Now, I'm a fan of Trivium. I know you're really? not a huge fan, right? Yeah, we reviewed their album, so... But Trivium is so much more talented than All That Remains will ever be. Now, All That Remains did have some okay albums in the beginning. I'll never take that away from them. Okay. But Phil is kind of a shithead, as we've kind of mentioned. <laughs> and their change in music has been pedestrian at best. Mm -hmm. That yeah. album last year was on my worst albums... <laughs> <laughs> of the year that whole fucking yep. madness madness i i can't fucking stand it he's awful and then one of his ways of putting down palo 
was to be like, well, obviously I'm really good because Five Finger Death Punch, you know, called me to take over when Ivan stepped aside. It's like, dude, Ivan Moody, I think that's his name, is a hack vocalist at best. <laughs> you know, anyone can fucking sing for Five Finger Death Punch. That's yeah. not a difficult thing to do. So yeah. they realize you have a lot of free time because you're obviously not spending it writing. No. So they called you. <laughs> so let's uh let's get down off that high horse. And then his other thing was to put down Paolo because he's a bassist. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. That's ridiculous. So I hope all the bassists in the world just rise up and take yep. out Phil. Rise from the ash and just tear this guy apart. If I could never hear from him again, it would be way too soon. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. He's just a fucking douchebag. He just really is. And he can, once again, I'll say this the same way I did to Frankie in a mirror. You want to yep. come on the show, Phil? I'll teach you a lesson. Man, that would be another good episode. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> it would. But anyways, that's why, why even give it that much you know, time and effort and whatnot. Yeah. So now we actually go to a few sad announcements. The band ThatNet has decided to break up. And not only that, they weren't even going to tell anybody. Yeah, well, yeah, what the hell? That was kind of strange. I guess enough people were like, hey, we haven't heard anything from you since that last release came out. Now, I remember enjoying that last release. It was a big-time departure from the way the band used to be. They were way more on the like death metal-ish hardcore side. Yeah. And then they kind of went in the more alternative post-hardcore, maybe. Yeah, borderline. Somewhere around borderline. there. I, I don't know. I think I, I'm forgetting a little bit of it. Maybe that's not good you know in the first place <laughs> but i remember enjoying it enough to be like oh i'll listen to this on a regular basis somewhere around there yeah and i don't I'm, i don't really want to announce any more band breaks breakups that's two weeks in a row that's too much well we have more stuff too i know i'm not next week i, I don't even want to think who's breaking up next no that's very true but just so people know the lead vocalist from that net and maybe other people will have announcements of probably new music not for VatNet, but of their own creation, whatever they decide to do. Yeah. So it's just weird when a band's just like, ah, I'm just going to disappear and no one's going to care. <laughs> so on that note or on that kind of idea there, the band within the ruins, who are also actually from Boston you know, or Massachusetts, however you want to say it. Yeah. They actually have to let their singer go. And it turns out that this is very mutual that he's actually having health problems and he can't dedicate his time to touring. So they are going to do two final shows with him in April, and then they are going to have a new person step in to be the vocalist. Yeah, and I mean, if he can't do it, he can't do it. So no need to force the issue. Well, no, but he's been in the band for 10 years. Yeah, but I mean, if he's saying he won't eat, as long as it's mutual, you know, I don't want a disastrous breakup. Because when a vo like a vocalist leaves, like maybe in a negative way, the band usually follows right behind it and crashes into the ground. No, this doesn't seem to be that. So this is Tim. He's going to step aside after the two shows in April. One of them being, or the last one actually, is the Worcester New England Metal and Hardcore Fest. So that'll be pretty cool. They'll yeah. have a huge crowd for that. So that'll be a great send off for him. And then the person stepping in is Steve Tinnen, who used to be in Silence the Messenger. Okay. Yep. So the band's not done, but this is one of those bands that tours nonstop. 
Yeah, that's a lot of stress on the on the golden pipes. Exactly. So yeah, obviously we wish Tim the best, and hopefully he, you know he you know works on his health and gets back to where he needs to be. But yeah, I mean it's gonna suck for within the ruins fans. I really enjoyed their last album. I thought it was fucking great. Yep. So it is a shame to see this happen. Yeah, usually is. I there's not too many bands I want to see the lead singer uh, uh, ditch out on. So. But I do have a short list, but we won't go into that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe that's a question for hate mail at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so now we haven't really, we've kind of stayed away from this kind of topic for a little bit, but I think it's worth bringing up very briefly. So the band Mooseblood, they are out right now on their headlining tour. They're actually coming to Boston very soon. I might go to their show. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yeah. yet. But they are now addressing allegations against their vocalist. Now, People might forget, initially, their drummer was kicked out of the band for sexual misconduct charges, and that was really one of the first ones. Like, maybe actually might have started the whole trend. Yeah, I would say so. Because Mooseblood and their whole entire tour, when that happened, did no press about it. They kept it very quiet, but they definitely got rid of their drummer right away. So now... Their lead vocalist right now is being accused by someone on Twitter. I forget. I don't want to promote them either. But Uh -uh. she is saying that he got nudes from her phone and then shared it on the band's group chat or something. And because she keeps on saying this, they are actually going to be taking legal action. And if I'm not mistaken, when there's traceability through that, it should be easily provable whether it actually happened or not. And I could be wrong on that, but I think you can prove that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I would I would think so. And that is going to be um, make or break for Mooseblood. Yeah, I would say this could definitely ruin them if it's true. But if not, oh, this is the right thing to do, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll see. And that'll probably determine whether I see them live or not. <laughs> yeah. What, was this an allegation... It was probably after Front Porch Step, right? Way after. Yeah, Front Porch Step, I'd say, one of the first ones to get that ball rolling. I just mean last year when everything started coming out, Moose Blood was like one of the first, because they might have happened a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, he's he's still buried from that one. Yeah, the drummer's not coming back from that. Yep. That's for sure. All right, and let's get into this, and we will get into this even more. In new songs, I think. Or maybe should we just save it for new songs? Uh, Let's save it. What a tease that was. Uh-huh. Well then, let's do this. Let's talk about some good things. Let's talk about some friends of the show. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. So first up, Mikey Sawyer of Misfortune did a quick, it was like 8, 10 minutes or so, answering some questions on live video on like Instagram or Facebook, whatever. I completely forget which one it was. But... I did watch it, and during that, he did mention that the new single they have coming out, The Hype You Stole, is all him. Yeah. Which is pretty damn interesting. Yeah, I'm very interested to hear how that sounds. Me too. But on top of that, he also did mention that Josh Kikta is now back in the band. Yep, uh, that's uh, confirmed, so we'll see what else comes from that. I wonder who else is going to be a part of it. I'm sure they can fill the ranks with good people, but at least right now it's just those two. Yeah. I know you and I caught some uh, Mikey uh, 
Mikey Johnny Craig drama over the weekend on the Instagram comments. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Well, what is Johnny Craig doing, like posting yeah, on know, everything man. he does? Yeah, I don't get it. This is the only thing I can think of. And I'm not going to throw Skaggs under the bus because I think Skaggs is a great guy. Besides, I remember a story coming out a long time ago that when I think Miss Fortune was on a tour with Slaves, that the guitarist of someone in Slaves did not like Mikey. Okay. And they had like a back and forth. So there could still be some heat left over from that. Okay, yeah. But then also, Skaggs, I believe, is managing Kyle Lucas. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Kyle Lucas is on the tour with Slaves. Mm-hmm. And I yep. think Skaggs is still... I don't want to talk for him because I think he's a great guy and everything. It just seems like he's still not a fan. I mean, he's not back in misfortune. Yeah. So something must have happened, I'm guessing. Maybe he just had enough, but he was like, I can't deal with the drama with misfortune anymore. I'm not coming back. I don't know. But maybe there's a connection there. And now we sound I mean, like fucking gossiping rumor. So many of his posts, man. Yeah, Johnny Craig won't leave it alone. So I don't no. know. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's because people compare them vocally. I think I think that it really is the reason. So, hey, I mean, look, like we said, he might like playing the victim in the albums, but he's definitely yep. playing the villain in the scene. <laughs> he's sure. a villain, man. <laughs> but, hey, you know what camp I'm in. I'm in misfortune. I'm behind Mikey Sawyer. So. Oh, definitely. Hashtag <laughs> Team Sawyer. Hashtag <laughs> Team Mikey. Get that started. Yep. Anyways, let's just say it again, though. The Hype You Stole, the brand new single from Mikey Sawyer and Miss Fortune comes out on March 16 through We Are Triumphant, correct? Uh, Yes. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Now, in more great friend of the show news, Ascent Like Wolves have signed with CI Records, and they have announced that their brand new EP, Spirit Vessel, will be coming out on March 30th. You can go pre-order now. I am extremely excited for this. Yeah, thank God. Something good in March, man. Like I, I haven't found too many things to look forward to in March yet. And no. <laughs> things are looking up for misfortune and it's sent like wolves now. Very, very true. So good for them. Hopefully we can talk to them again because I think they've got a lot of stories to tell. We can oh, talk yeah. about. I mean, I hung out with the guys when I was at... Holy crap. Now I don't even remember. So what? There we go. Holy fuck. <laughs> so excited to talk music. I'm forgetting everything. But yeah, yep. we hung out at So What, and that was a lot of fucking fun. So sure, they have plenty of stories. Can't wait for this. They are a band that you should not be sleeping on. I know I've said that a million times, but you really like go back and listen to everything they have right now. Go listen to it. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. But I think lastly... Let's talk about Crazy 88. Dave, why don't you tell the news? Their goal has been reached, man. Fuck yeah. Full length. 50K. That's a lot. That is a lot, isn't it? <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. But it's a full length with friend of the show, Lauren Babick, Jared Alonji, and Patty Walters. How can this fail? It's going to be the biggest album in the scene. Yeah, it's going to be really, really good. I don't even know what else to say. It's awesome. I'm so glad Did, this is happening. Are you going to throw in any covers? Any covers at all? I don't think so. Okay. No, that would be, I'm I mean, curious. I'm just guessing, but I, I don't think so. Plus, don't forget this as well. Red-Handed Denial also have a full length coming out this year as well, which is just fucking insane. Lauren Babbick is going to be a part of two amazing albums. 
Yes, busy year. <laughs> I like ending with good news. So I think scene news is done. How about we go on to new songs? Let's go. All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we begin tonight with Chief State, Broken Eyes. Their debut EP comes out this spring on Mutant League Records. Let's take a listen. And now the new one from Watercolor. This is Forked Tongue. Enjoy. Now we have Light the Torch, Calm Before the Storm. The album Revival comes out March 30th on Nuclear Blast Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Breaking Benjamin with Blood. The album Ember comes out April 13th on Hollywood Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Falling in Reverse. Here's Losing My Mind. Enjoy. Now we've got Settle Your Scores, Keep Your Chin Up and Your Expectations Down. The new album Better Luck Tomorrow comes out April 13th on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. 
And now the new one from Anti-Flag. This is Mr. Motherfucker. Enjoy. Now the new one from Divided Minds. This is Don't Get Too Close. Let's take a listen. This feeling's gonna stop. Now we have War on Women. Y-D-T-M-H-T-L. You Don't Tell Me How to Live. The album Capture the Flag comes out April 13th on Bridge Nine Records. Let's take a listen. And now the newest signing of Revival Recordings. Here's June Divided with Body Wars. Enjoy. And we end with the brand new one from Under Oath. This is On My Teeth. The new album Erase Me comes out April 6th on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen. All right, Dave, we just heard some new songs, not a whole lot, not too little, probably just right. Yeah, some uh, big topics to discuss, huh? You want to save that one for the end? Yeah, I mean, you. I'm going to start on a bad note. Oh, because, you know, how, how positive Oh, you're I so am. negative. All right, Ian, I'm going to read some lyrics. I want you to guess <laughs> that track. Are you ready? Wait, can I just guess it without you reading the lyrics? 
<laughs> nope, nope, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. My reputation is tarnished, but regardless, I am awesome. Saw the gossip from the lockup go colossal. Then I blossomed to the boss of this rock stuff. Why are you quoting me? <laughs> <laughs> I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that would be a Mr. Ronnie Radke of Falling in Reverse. Yes. What the <laughs> fuck did we do? What did what did what we did we do? do? What did we do to deserve this fucking song? <laughs> so, I think when Ronnie put this track out, he even said on like all the social media posts, he does whatever the fuck he wants, <laughs> and he doesn't care what anyone thinks. He does whatever the fuck he wants. This is just going back to fashionably late. Yeah, yeah. It's um one of a kind. Uh, Holy shit. Hey, at least he's sort of being original. <laughs> His rap verse, he uses the word stuff. He does. <laughs> but look, come on. Being a visual person and an artist, you had to like the music video though, right? Oh my God, man. <laughs> what the hell? I My mind was blown. Like I had to show it to people. They, like I'm like, you're not going to believe how fucking bad this song is. I sent it to my friend. He's like, holy fucking shit, man. I can't finish this song. I, I, I really can't. Well, look, <laughs> in a week, I will be seeing this band live. So I will hear the song live. Oh, no. And I will let you know how that goes. Don't do that to yourself. Dude, they're, I think they're the third opener. I think it goes Falling in Reverse, Papa Roach, and then A Day to Remember. You deserve better, Ian. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I still love Ronnie. I still love what he... I mean, come on. I had Escape the Fate, Dying is Your Latest Fashion, in my influences. Yeah, you did. It's something I'll never be able to get over. He is a very charismatic guy. He puts on a good live show. I really, really actually enjoyed that last album. Okay. I All think right. that album's very I did, good. I did. I did. I did. I mean, there was a couple pretty big misses but i yes. did enjoy the album as a whole yeah they haven't had a front to back great album i think as falling in reverse maybe that first album but even then they still got a little goofy because that's ronnie's personality yeah and that's probably what escape the fate would have turned into had he not had to go to jail yeah <laughs> so right now escape the fate is goofy but i don't think it's on purpose yeah. See, at least <laughs> falling in reverse, know what they're doing, kind of. Yeah, it's true. That is true. That's the way um, I look at it. Another one to hit on here. I really enjoyed uh, "Settle Your Scores." That yeah, band. That was I, a fun I, one. I really, really like that song. That was a good one. Um, how do you feel about the anti-flag song? It's fun. I like a good punk yeah. song. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting uh, that blunt of a song earlier in like the election time. I would say. Yeah, maybe a little late. That's possible. Yeah. That is possible. But I like that. I also liked Watercolor. Yeah. I thought that was pretty damn good. And then really also, I did want to mention, there's a couple. Light the Torch, for me anyways, for sure. has kind of been killing it lately. I'm a big fan of Howard Jones. Yeah, that, that was a good one. I mean, this week, I mean, our songs and albums are so diverse, I would say. And yes. There's nothing for me to really complain about other than the following universe song. No, very true. But also, let's give another nod of the hat, or the nod of the head, tip of the hat, tip of the hat, nod of the head, to Breaking Benjamin. 
Yeah. Dude, that's going to be the best radio rock album of the year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they sound best like old Breaking... Rock. Like, seriously, they sound like old Breaking Benjamin. It's yeah, so good. Do. It's really fucking good. I don't know what happened, but he recaptured it, whatever he did. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the Senses Fail throwback, huh? Going back to the roots. A little bit. A little bit. And then another one I want to note because it doesn't really seem like it should be maybe talked about in new songs. June Divided yeah, is very, very different. But the reason why it's included on here is because they are the newest signing to Revival Recordings. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, it really uh, changed up my playlist a little bit. And it, it, I mean, it was a, it's a different song for sure, but I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not bad by any means, but it probably isn't necessarily in the scene. But I think yeah. the reason why we included it is to say, hey, once again, Revival has been adding these bands that you would not expect them to add. Yeah, they take some chances. Yeah, they really have. So I will be interested to see what comes out of that band. Because sure, even if it's not talked about here does not mean that they are a bad band by any means. No. So you ready for the big hitter? Let's do it, man. All right. You want to, you want me to tell you uh, my take first or sure. You want to go out swinging? <laughs> no, go ahead. You got this. Under oath. I would have guessed that their comeback was going to be my biggest letdown of the year. Oh, I would have guessed that. I swear. Like I, I probably have uh some sources that I've even told people like, Hey, they're, I think they're going to be done. Like their sound's going to be gone and they shut me up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, they did. Wow. We're, I mean, look, we're preaching to the choir right now because everybody knew about under, like it was leaked a long, long time ago. We kind of brought it up. It didn't really go into detail, but under oath signed with fearless records. They did a whole countdown clock, new, <laughs> new track, New everything, new label, like we mentioned, and then the pre-orders. And I think the biggest shock to me was we knew there was a new album coming out this year. I did not realize it was going to be fucking early April. Oh, dude, so soon. And I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Like, I am going to be at WrestleMania when that comes out. Oh, my gosh. What a day. Yeah, what a, what a fucking weekend that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, that song's incredible. The F-bomb, just right then I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah, and I do think it's funny that some people didn't understand why people were shocked by it. It's not that we hadn't heard Spencer swear before, but it was the first time in Under Oath music. And it was like right away. It wasn't like... It was aggressive, like in your face. Exactly. And look, everyone knows how much I like to fucking swear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's not like I'm taken aback or don't like the direction. I love it. I want them to be themselves. Oh, yeah. And the word fits so well, you know, like you have to (laughs) use profanity at times, man. Yeah. And that's what Spencer was saying. And that's what some of the reports, you know, people just take whatever he tweets out and make a fucking report about it. Yeah. Obviously, I would love to have them on the show. Once again, though, that label doesn't tend to allow their artists to be on this show so can't really do anything about that right now but obviously i would love to talk to spencer about the new direction about what they're doing and then also they just announced today a brand new crazy awesome tour dude that tour is beautiful tell the people about it 
we have Dance Gavin Dance, Veil of Maya, and Limbs with Under Oath. Yep. They're not going everywhere. I mean. Nope. Nope. They're dodging me and Ian pretty well. Yeah. Columbus <laughs> venue is rock on the range, so that's not what I want. Right, 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 right. But uh, a two-hour drive, I can go to, like, Indiana, so. That's mine, too. I think the closest is, like, a two-hour drive. If it's on a weekend or something, maybe I can do it. But people don't understand that. It's funny because friend of the show, Pharaoh Lux, is also going out on tour. They're doing a whole, they're doing a whole like Northeast thing. And I would love to see Pharaoh Lux. Like, those guys are great. I'm a big fan. And I mentioned, like, ah, shit, no Boston. They were like, travel. The closest place is New York. Yeah. That's a use a whole weekend to go down and do something. And if that's on a weekday, if you work, and I know I owe real adult problems, I know, I, I get it, but I can't take <laughs> off of work to go to New York for a, you know, a set and then come back. It's just not possible. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go, man. I'm going to have to find a way to make it happen. No, I just, I'm very annoyed with Boston and a lot of major, major tours are going around Boston. More tours are going to Rhode Island. I know. What the hell? I don't get it, Matt. I know there are really great strip clubs down there, and don't ask me how I know that, Dave. <laughs> but I know. I've been told some stories. So I understand, you know, why not? But then also yeah. maybe make an extra little trip to Boston, maybe. I don't know. I know. That surprised me, man. Boston, like, I figure that's like a hot spot for that. But um, lately, I keep looking at these tours, and they dodge you every time. Look, and I'm not saying Boston is great. I'm actually saying Boston sucks. Like, I understand, and there are <laughs> terrible people here. Like, totally understandable. But I'm also here, and I would love to see you guys yeah. live. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it doesn't all have to be Dropkick Murphys, all right? Nope, not all of it. Ugh, every fucking day. So, yeah. You know, all in all, some good new songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But now, guess what? It's time for our favorite part of the show. All right, everyone, it is album review time, one of our favorite times because we get to talk about albums that we really, really enjoy. Once again, not a bad week. You know, I'm not, not sure everything completely lives up to last week, obviously. No. But it's really not fair for us to compare week to week and blah, blah, because there is a lot of very good music this week. Oh, definitely. So let's start off with Vex's Ancient Geometry. And this is an independent release. This is ambient experimental rock. Ten tracks. I believe they had one interlude track in this whole thing. And this definitely, definitely has a lot of deft tones and blindside sound to it. Yeah, it's very, very different. I mean, I will say that. And I'm, I'm pretty happy it's an independent release. I'd like to see that. So um, even the album art sweet and i think yep. they keep that same type of theme throughout like all their releases which is really cool like all the singles had it mm -hmm. this is their debut right it is yeah awesome for a debut man yeah that's what i was thinking too i mean definitely well produced i mean it's processed vocals to get the atmosphere that they're looking yeah. for 
but really, really well done. And it can be really hard hitting. Like there are definitely unclean vocals here. Yeah. But also clean vocals, they have that melodicness that really works. It's just all around good. Yeah. And when an independent release and debut come out like this, we have to cover it. Oh, absolutely. I want lots of people to listen to this. Yeah, and I'm I was super pumped to see uh on track four they featured uh Mikey Carvajal from uh, the band Islander. I love that band. Oh yeah. Very cool indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I don't think I've used indeed on the show as much as indeed, I should. Indeed, sir. I use that in every other context except on the show. I gotta start like <laughs> yeah. putting that in here, but I really <laughs> enjoyed this a lot. It's this really like good style of rock that you don't get to hear that often. Like I said, there is a ton of Deftones influence in this band. And the tracks are relatively long as well. Yeah. Um, just 10 songs. I mean, it's uh, verging on about 50 minutes. So pretty lengthy. So you can really, really sink your teeth into it. So what track would you recommend? Man, I love the track I, I said that featured uh, Mikey from Islander. Also another band people should be checking out. No Color? Yes, sir. Let's do it. So once again, that's Vexes, V-E-X-E-S, Ancient Geometry, and this is an independent release. Now we've got Turnstile, Time and Space on Roadrunner Records. This is a hardcore band, but with a lot of different elements in it. This is their second full-length album, 13 tracks, most are under two minutes or so, and I think there's like one or two interlude tracks as well. Yeah. I mean, it is very, very different. I mean, it's a good change of pace for us to review. And you know what? That's what I was thinking as well while I was listening to this because sometimes they just seem to turn into a completely different band. Oh, I know. If you read their bio, like on iTunes, it's hilarious. Turbocharged riffs. Um, <laughs> Check. Uh, psych grunge. Check. <laughs> Hyper metallic guitar solos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it is they they use some good uh some good vocabulary on that bo- bo- that bio. So. I like that vocabulary. Yeah, it is a uh, different. Yes, I would say so because they are labeled a hardcore band, but then all of a sudden they can just sound like Foo Fighters or Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, you have to be talented to do that. I don't know if you've had the honor of seeing them live yet or not. No, I have not seen Turnstile live. I wonder how this plays live, though. I'd be very curious. I'm sure Ty has seen them live. I'll have to ask him. Okay. But you know there's a lot of talent here, too. I mean, they are signed to Roadrunner. Yeah, you you usually can't be a schmuck and be on that label. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, we're definitely not going to say this is straightforward hardcore because it's definitely not. There are a lot of fun riffs here. I forget exactly how you explained it on their bio. I would say fun. 
riffs here yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ones that'll get your head bobbing, that's for sure. And then most of the time, it's that screaming, yelling, unclean vocals that you come to know and love in the hardcore scene. But then they'll just be clean vocals out of nowhere, and it'll change to like this alternative rock kind of thing. It's very strange. Yeah. It, I think that this is probably one of the most diverse listens we've we've had all year. For sure. Like in one album. <laughs> right. No, I completely agree with that. So really, I mean, look, if Turnstile does anything, they keep you on your toes. Yeah, and it's a short album, really. I mean, it's 13 tracks, but it's only 25 minutes long. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is an easy one to go through multiple times. That is for sure. But once again, even though they're not straightforward hardcore, they do have a lot of the hardcore elements, like very like very short songs. Yeah, they're, they're very short. Uh, that's why another reason I'd like to see how that played over live. Would it be like a continuous, like they don't break and just keep going into the next song type of style? Possibly. Someday we'll find out. But let's give everyone a taste and let's play Come Back for More. So once again, that's Turnstile, Time and Space on Roadrunner Records. Now we've got Milestones, Red Lights on Fearless Records. This is very poppy pop punk from Manchester, so I probably hate the soccer teams that they support. (laughs) But what can you do? We're still going to talk about their music. This is their first full-length album, 11 tracks, I believe no filler, correct? Correct. And really, the first track kind of says it all. It's Bittersweetheart, and it's built around the saying, cross my heart and hope to die. So right yeah. away, you kind of know what you're getting with this band. Definitely, yeah. And what I would say is, right away, this is very melody-driven, but also very sugary sweet. Yeah, it's. it reminded me of maybe like early May Day Parade yes. with... A hint of like all time low at times. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Well done. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah, that was exactly it. yeah, you nailed it. Because really it's like I think when they really hit that kind of Mayday parade is sound is when they go a little bit darker and a little yeah. bit angrier. And you only see that in a few tracks, I would say. Like yeah. when I think about it, I think about paranoid or liar. Yeah, Counting Cars was another one that made me think of that. Oh, That's, sure. Uh, Mayday, yeah. So yeah, if you like that kind of style, you're going to enjoy this. I mean, really, that's what you have to say. It's not exactly Mayday Parade. It's not exactly All Time Low. There are hints from both. I think they kind of evolved that sound into what they want. Just remember, it is very poppy. Yeah, and their previous EP is isn't near as poppy as this i would i would say that i I suggest checking that one out i think that would be a little more up your alley i think i agree um 
But they had this other songs like I really enjoyed the song 18. Mm-hmm. And it was it was more of an upbeat, you know, like a a good all-time low song which you have to dig pretty deep to find one, but they 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 used to exist. They did used to exist. That is true. <laughs> That's the thing I was going to say it's like look, I don't know if they completely did enough to stand out in like the crowded poppy pop punk scene but it's a good listen through don't expect real unclean vocals like this you have to enjoy pop punk in order to enjoy this but it's better than water parks yeah there you go like i mean that might not be saying a lot because that bar is really really low but this is way better than that so if water parks are so fucking popular then why aren't they yeah, and maybe this this album maybe take off more from where they are, you know, across seas, you know. I'm probably pretty sure they're very popular over in England. Oh yeah, they they definitely. I'm not I mean, sure about here. Album artwork kind of set it all for me. It has like the the light and everything. Yeah, well, it's called red lights. <laughs> red, just two red lights, exactly. and the middle one is it's crossed out. So very good insight there, Dave. That's right, man. But <laughs> I think I tried the hardest this week to enjoy this this album. Oh, for, okay. And I tried really hard. I'm still on the fence because Ian and I aren't really a pop enthusiast, and this one it's it's pretty heavy. Into, in the, pop, into the pop, I was about to say. I was like, "Well, yeah. you just contradicted yourself, son." But all right, well, let's go ahead and give people a taste. And I figure I want to play one of the stronger tracks that i felt that things were a little bit more heavy a little bit more angry why don't we go with liar So once again, that's Milestones, Red Lights on Fearless Records. Next up, we have The New Age with Placebo. And this is a self-release. This is a post-hardcore rock alternative with pop and R&B influences style band. Yeah, um, has some uh, spoken word and I mean, it's everywhere. (laughs) It really is. And we're going to hit on that for sure. This is their first full-length album, 12 tracks, and I would say almost similar vocals to Kyle of Picturesque. Yeah, man. I was going to say that as well. Um, they Ohio guys, too. Yeah, baby. Give them a shout-out. <laughs> We're doing something right. <laughs> well, for sure, because now here's the deal with this band once again. Because they have so many influences, this isn't your straightforward band. No, not at all. So... What I really enjoy about this is that they really set the atmosphere very well, and you don't get stagnant the entire album. Oh, no, man. It keeps you on your toes. There's mid-song, it'll change. I I thought, like, 
mid song like it was onto the next track. No, you're still on that same song, man. <laughs> you you'll catch like the middle of the track be completely like a different tone. Right. It sounds I think it was a spoken word. Then it kicks right back into the melody. Yeah. Sometimes they even have like kinda R and B style rapping. Yeah. But yeah, like kinda it's hard to explain without you listening to it, I guess. But also a lot of piano work. Yep. A lot of piano. And what's really nice is when they really mix in the clean and unclean vocals with the piano, it really works well. Yeah. And I, there's it's so broad. Like they cover so many different genres in this album. Like there's times where it kind of reminds you of 21 Pilots, but good. Oh, yeah. I was about to say. Okay. But, but good. Right, yeah. Right. Then it just starts like post hardcore then r&b like you said yeah. like almost like a johnny craig style yes. almost we i mean we talked about slaves last week this was yeah. produced the correct way to really show those r&b parts yeah I, I really loved listening to this man it was a fun listen yeah it really was the piano edition was great really good use of electronics like yep. not oversaturated once again it was just enough to make this album very interesting what we just have to warn people once again is this isn't heavy as you might think you know it's at no. different style of post-hardcore with a lot of different influences in it and that shouldn't scare you away from it it should actually be pretty interesting because because the scene can stagnate sometimes. Yeah. The scene can stagnate sometimes, and this is just not one of those bands. This is a band that is going to stand out because of how well they really blend the genres. Yeah, I I can't suggest this enough. Like, if you're getting kind of bored of whatever you're listening to, go check this band out. Um, they will keep you on your toes that entire album. Totally agree. So do you have a track you would recommend? I love the song To Be Alive, track 10. Let's do it. So once again, that's the New Age Placebo, and it is self-released. Now we've got the Anchor Make It Last EP on Manic Cat Records. This is melodic metalcore, post-hardcore screamo. Yeah, I mean, it is another one that is all over the place. For sure. Five tracks, so it's a, you know, it's a shorter listen, but we'll get to that yeah. a little bit later. What I wanted to mention about this album because this one really threw me for a loop for a second. When we had talked about The Anchor before, I originally thought that this was a female-fronted band that was doing dual vocals with a guy doing unclean vocals. I know. I was so confused, man. Yeah, that is not the case. This is a female-fronted band doing dual vocals, but she's doing both. Wow. Which is... It's crazy. Yeah, very similar to a Bad Seed Rising. Yeah. You know, that kind of band. But there's something now. Her name is Lindsay, spelled L-I-N-Z-E-Y. A little different than 
Lindsay quit yeah. lollygagging that we will talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> but she's doing both and she goes seamlessly into both. Yeah. And not only that, the unclean vocals sound like, and it, it's going to sound weird, but it sounds like it's a guy doing them. It, it does. Like you have to do some uh, research before uh, listening to this band. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't. There's no way. No, and it has nothing to do with quality-wise. It just has to do with there are certain tinges to vocals that you pick up on. And a lot of times, if you played me women doing unclean vocals in bands, which I have a lot of favorites, I can normally tell you who it is because you can still kind of tell that it's a woman doing it. Yeah. In this one, her cleans are so awesome. Yeah, cleans are so awesome. And then the uncleans are great, too. And you're just like, who is that? How is she yeah. going back and forth between these two? They're so different tonally. And, you know, the um, do, they have, do they have a good music video out right now? They do. I'm trying to remember. if I, okay. The one for the title track, Make It Last. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but for sure, go check it out. Like, this, I would love to hear this live. Like, I want to know how she does this. Right. No, no, absolutely, me too. I really, really enjoyed this whole thing. Once again, it's kind of all over the place, but... It just really, really works, and I love the dynamic. I think the band is—it's like almost like a poppy, almost like a poppy easy core post hardcore. But then yeah. the lyrical content and the way things are structured is more metalcore. But it just really, really works all the way through. I would say the track with the most clean vocals is the final track. Yeah, and that's really it. That. Yeah, it is really mostly unclean vocals. Yeah, it comes out heavy at the beginning too. That's when it like caught me off guard. Like, wait a minute, is it, am I looking? Am I reviewing the right album? Because I have messed up before. If we do remember, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Well, I will ask you this: Did you listen to their first full length album? Uh, nah, no, I did not. So that's called A World Ahead, and that came out, I believe, in 2015. That's full okay. length. You can go listen to this again and hear all that craziness. And goodness, right there as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll go check that out. So obviously we're pushing Make It Last because it's a great EP. But also check out their past work. And if you can, they are going to be going out on tour. I would love to check them out as well on tour. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. This is one um, I'd imagine they'd be at my favorite venue too. So come to Columbus, please. Oh, I can definitely understand that. But yeah, this is a great EP the only issue, once again, will be what we normally have for EPs when we love it, is that there's not enough tracks like we just wish there were more. <laughs> I know. But once again, even though they do have a full length, this is the EP that they're now with Manic Cat. Manic Cat knows how to promote things correctly. So now they're really getting this EP and getting behind it. So hopefully this will open more people up to how great this really is. Yeah, and I hope uh, everyone hearing it on the show really does go check this out because um a lot of these i think we we spoke with Lindsay. like i think i want to see a female fronted band like this uh blow up absolutely and let me give a little hint here maybe the reason why i'm not going into them kind of being youtube sensations and other little things that i know about the band maybe that's because you'll hear about them more on another show that i have ooh I think that's a very big hint. Very, very <laughs> big. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, 
too subtle about it, but I don't want to announce anything yet. I'm just saying maybe stay tuned. <sighs> oh, I will. I checked out the uh, other show this morning. So, Ooh, I, I don't know what show you could be talking about. <laughs> what show? What show? So, Dave, what track would you like me to play? Um, I would really enjoy the uh, track NOLA, track four. Will do. So once again, that's the Anchor Make It Last EP on Manic Cat Records. Now we've got Friend of the Show, Household, Everything a River Should Be on Equal Vision Records. This is Experimental Rock Alternative. Yeah. 11 tracks. And I'm going to warn people right now, if you haven't heard the singles that we played on past episodes of Ian Hates Music, you might be very, very surprised by this album because this is not the household of time spent. No, definitely way different. And I can't stress that enough. It is the same band. This isn't just another band that has the yeah. name Household. This is just a very, very different sounding band. There are no more unclean vocals. It is not hardcore anymore. No, the... The game has changed. I mean, I did see them with a a lot like birds and um. Me too. Uh, that they were incredible live. I I want to say they had a another member or two. Yes, they were touring though. They have changed members. Yep. Not the you know not Joshua or anything like that, but they have no. changed members. So yeah, I don't know if the change in direction is because of change in members, but I'm just warning people. This is a lot different. If you're expecting time spent, this is not it. No, definitely not. It could be a whole different band by the sound of it, really. Right. And now, I believe when I talked about Household, when I went to see A Lot Like Birds, I'm pretty sure their set list was was staggered between new music and old music. Yeah, yeah. It was because I only recognized like half the songs. I only listened to like one album, so... Or EP, I should say. So, But they go back and they do the hardcore as well, basically. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's just what I wanted to confirm for people that are worried about going to see them live. Now, I am not sure right now they are out on tour with Senses Fail. I don't know if they'll be focusing all on this album or if they'll do a switch. Because there are two things that this reminds me of. One yeah. is 100th doing Rare. Yep. The other uh -huh. one is the new one from My Ticket Home. Oh, yeah. And you can almost even say a lot like birds. <laughs> Maybe even a little bit like that. So yep. they are big, big changes. And when I saw those bands live, they don't play their old music. So I don't know if Household will be changing to that. But what I also want to mention, too, is 
I think this came out on the show multiple times. I really didn't like Rare. Yeah. I yeah, really, really clear. didn't. <laughs> I liked my take at home. And I just want to state, we are telling you the differences right now, but I really enjoyed this album. So that's not, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying this is bad in my opinion, like Rare is bad. Rare was no. the same <laughs> song over and over again in a weird shoegazy type gloss, <laughs> like really weird. This is, like I said, it's experimental alternative rock and it just really works for them. Like, I, I am not saying either that this is my favorite album of theirs because I really do love Time Spent, but this mm -hmm. is a great album on its own. Yeah, and it's um, it's really good that they put this out with uh, Equal Vision too. I think it fits like right with that mold. I agree, but then they are different though too, and that's why, look, we are extremely honest. I don't just say every album by Friends of the Show are my favorite albums of all time. This is yeah. a very good album, but I am being quite honest. I really like Time Spent. That's yeah. what made me want to have them on the show in the first place. This is a very good album. It's very different. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. This style I find takes longer for me to adapt to or maybe like find my favorites. I would say like um, they're on tour with the same band, uh, Hearts Like Lions. Sure. And they were on that a lot like birds tour and they're kind of the same style where I didn't know what to think at first and going home and replaying it a couple of times, I eventually fell in love with it. So I'd imagine this is going to fall in the same category for me. Right. It's just that style of music just takes me a little bit longer. Yeah. It totally makes sense. This is a big time change for a band. So I would be surprised that they were like, Oh man, I can't believe that people it takes them a little while to latch onto this. It's a significant change. Yeah, definitely. But everything's there. The instrumentation is great. Josh's vocals are great. Like, this really is a very, very well-put-together album. It's a very good album to listen through because you don't know what to expect. No. And, I mean, the song... I think we already played Dark Matter. That was one of the singles, of course. And I, I still fucking love that song, man. That's still by far my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it is a great track. It is a great track, and that's the thing. This is a very interesting album. It's a very good album. I hope people listen to it because I think it is cool when people enjoy this kind of change in a band. Yeah. Change is good, guys. Sometimes. Change can be. Yes. It can <laughs> be good. It can be. It absolutely can be. So I wonder what they're like touring right now, especially with Senses Fail. Uh, yeah, they could do both. That's tricky. Besides... I mean, I don't know if Census Fail is going to play any of their last like two albums or not. But they, I believe, with Have Mercy on that tour and Reggie in the full effect, they would be the mm. heaviest band on there if they played Time Spent and the previous EP. Yeah, I bet they focus on this. Now, now that you told me the other, the other bands, I think they'll focus on uh, the new sound. I think I have another concert that I have tickets for that night. But okay. if that's incorrect then I probably will go to this show and say hi to Josh. Oh, yeah. Plus, I kind of do want to see how Senses Fail does all that depressing shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend this to everyone. If you're looking for hardcore, though, this is not the album for you. But no. that does not mean that you won't enjoy it. Nope, not at all. So uh, have an open mind going into this one. Exactly. Dave, any track you would recommend besides Dark Matter? 
Besides Dark Matter, I would go with track two. It's easy to feel rotten. You got it. Great seas divide us from each other. So once again, that's friend of the show, Household, Everything a River Should Be on Equal Vision Records. And our final album of the night, we have Secrets with their self-titled album, Secrets, on Made in the Shade Records. This is a post-hardcore band. This is number four for them for full-length albums, 12 tracks, no filler. What a return to form for Secrets. Holy shit. Man, that's the only thing I can say. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, Dave's done. <laughs> I will take over for the rest of this. And that's it. You were a huge fan of the singles. You even pre-ordered this, correct? Yeah, man. I there's very rare will I pre I've pre-ordered maybe three or four albums in my life. Wow. And yep, those were all Carly Ray Jepsen. Yes, water parks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> falling in reverse. Oh, you know it. So we can obviously tell you are a huge fan. So, like I said, this is a great return to form for Secrets. They've always been a little weirder for me, anyways, because they are very hit and miss. Very. Because I that last honestly album entirely. Well, that last album, even their first album, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of. But that yep. second album, I'm just going to call it yeah. FF, is fucking great. <laughs> and then this yep. album is fucking great. Yeah, man. This this was like right from the start. I'm curious about like the structure, the title. Like I think it starts with 16, then goes to 14. Yes. Like that's the title. Like especially track two, man. That is a deep song. Like the meaning behind that one. I think that was like like splitting of the parents type of uh, song. That was a very uh, I think 16 is the one about the parents splitting. You know, that's what I keep. I kept thinking because the age uh, sounds more. Uh, no, it's 14. 14 is the one. Huh. All right. Well, and, then the other one's about a relationship ending. Yeah. All right. That Well, that's. And look, I know some people might be like, well, what do I care about hearing about that? That's what all post-hardcore bands sing about. But if you do it right, then it's not the same thing over and over again. No, not at all. My first listen through this album, and I think they did a great job of what singles they put out too. I mean, they really hit every aspect of this album. Right. My first listen through, I was sold. Like, I'm like, thank God I pre ordered this. <laughs> that is very true. I do remember the show where I think you said that. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everything is on point here. Rich is back with those great, clean vocals. I mean, yep. he has a very very unique clean vocal style which when you hear him do his uncleans or sorry 
when you hear him do the cleans, you know it's him. Oh yeah, the, the, he gets he stands out. That's for sure. Yeah, very soaring, soaring clean vocals. And then this is the first time that they've had the same unclean vocalist stick around for another album. So I know <laughs> that's pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. And I am blanking on his name right now, but he did a really good job as well because I wasn't a huge fan of that last album. So this yeah. one, he showed a lot more range. There weren't just the, you know, mid uncleans. He also did lows. He did some of the highs. Like he really rounded out the band very well. Yeah. And I think they came out swinging, like almost tested the waters with him with that song Waste Away. It came out like a while back. And it was just a single. And I'm right. kind of surprised they didn't throw it on this album. I think they just, they could have. They didn't, but I fucking love that song. And the the end of this Secrets album, the last two tracks are very different. Especially the last track. True. No, very true. Yeah, every song on this doesn't blend. No, not at all. They, I know every track title, and it's we've only had the album for a couple days now. Right. Yeah, no, they do a very, very good job. I don't... I'm going to say it's a return to form, but I'm yep. going to hold back from saying that they are right where they need to be because I think they need another album like this. Not they really do. sounding like this, but like another great album in a row. Yep, give me two in a row. Yeah, they need something to show that they're stable and that they're able to do this on a regular basis. Yeah, and you know, I want... Of course, their show falls on a day I already have tickets to something else, and oh, I'm already man. going. So, uh, they're, dude, their tour they're going on so huge too. Like I'm, I not not have a chance to see them till like September if they tour after that. <laughs> right. I would imagine they would be on tour for a while with this. Yeah, and I, I'm super ha- happy for this band. I really hope. I haven't heard anything negative, and that's huge. Oh no, 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 for sure. No, this is done very well because it's a band that has been in the scene for a long time coming back with something that still sounds original and sounds well done. Like This is the opposite of what We Came As Romans did. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like try <laughs> not to think of the Encoder song again. Oh yeah, I try not to bring down other bands by lifting up another one, but... when you talk about seeing bands like this like secrets is a staple and they've had lots of issues they've had lots of member changes they've gone through a lot label changes all that kind of shit to see them come back and not be discouraged and still have original writing really good instrumentation the vocals being on point both clean and unclean it just really gives you hope for the future yeah and like you said i really want two in a row Give me another album like this, and you can take my money again. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, this will probably be on one of the best lists of 2018. Oh, for sure. I have it. I have it holding the gold trophy right now for me. (laughs) Oh, Dave. So then, what track would you like me to play? We played some great singles, Mm -hmm. but there's a hidden gem in here. Track nine, Chemical Reaction. You got it.
once again that Secrets with their self-titled album on Made in the Shade Records. All right, Dave, we did it. We made it through another week of album reviews. Why don't we talk about the next week? Let's do it. So next week on March 2nd, we have Savage Hands, Harm, Andrew W.K., and the deluxe reissue of friend of the show, Eternal Void with Catharsis. Yes, and I will already say that conversation edition, that's one of my favorites, Ian. Oh, thank you. Gotta be one of my favorites. It was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that a little later. Yep. <laughs> a little bit later. But yes, that is looking to be a pretty good list of albums right there. Yeah. Uh, two or three are really good, I know for sure. So. Absolutely. All right. So we are done with album reviews for this week. Sorry we couldn't go for three hours like we did last <laughs> week. But that means, because we did mention it last week, the return of Lindsay quit lollygagging. So let's get to it. If you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! All right, everyone. Well, sorry to disappoint you. Obviously, this smooth, gravelly voice is not the one of Lindsay. We actually did record Lindsay's segment, but with some technical issues and some flow issues, we decided to cut the segment. It just didn't work this time. And we're a very honest show. So we're not just going to put something on here just to do it. Like, I'm not here to fill time. Like, Dave and I are not here to fill time. So when a segment works, it works. When it doesn't, it doesn't. There are certainly bits and stuff, segments and whatnot, that we just don't play on the show sometimes. It just happens. And this is one of those times. So the plan is not to have the segment go away. I went to see Silverstein, and Lindsay also went to the same show in a different state. So hopefully we will do a combined concert review for that. Plus... If you have any questions for Lindsay, you'd like her to bring up like a topic or whatnot for Lindsay Quit Lollygagging, you can definitely reach her on Twitter, Instagram, whatnot. It's Faith. So at L-I-N-D-Z-Z-Z-F-A-I-T-H. So once again, we just wanted to be honest with you. Couldn't make it work this week, but hopefully next week it will. Hopefully you've been enjoying the show, and now you can enjoy the end as well. All right, Dave. End of the show time. Do that thing you do. Make sure to keep up to date with Ian and his conversation. I know he put out a really good one, and we've been hinting at it a lot. So go check that out with Eternal Void. I I will say it's my favorite, guys. Whoa. You know it's good. I'm a pretty negative <laughs> Nancy about some things. Uh, yeah, just uh, keep telling a friend. I think just telling someone's like the biggest thing you can do. Um, I know this week I got a couple friends really into the podcast. I think they went back and listened to like three or four, which is a lot saying yeah. the last episode was so damn long. Um, That's very true. Yeah, he's especially my friend. He's dead said he wants to go to a show with me this week. Awesome. So tell a friend. Yeah. 
the most important thing you can do. Uh, subscribe, give us the ratings, um, get in contact with Ian, get in contact with me. I think we already mentioned, but Dave of Doom is mine. Mm-hmm. Ian hates. If you can't figure it out, maybe someone should take your phone away. <laughs> yeah, what else you got for him? Any uh, more uh, leaks on a uh, next conversation? I can't go that far. But <laughs> what I will say is, by the way, I don't have as much trust in everyone as you do because people get very enthralled with the show, but that doesn't mean they write everything down. So <laughs> Dave of Doom is Dave's Instagram. My Instagram and Twitter is at Ian Hates Podcast, no S. Then on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And on Gmail, Ian Hates at gmail.com. Please go out and listen to the brand new Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition featuring Evan Hildebrandt and Kyle Davis of Eternal Void. They both play guitars for Eternal Void and do backing vocals. It was a lot of fun talking to them. We joke around a lot. They go in-depth about you know why Catharsis is being re-released. It's very interesting stuff. And that's the other thing, too. Support Friends of the Show. Well, now it's probably too late to pre-order by the time this show comes out. Yeah. But, go buy something yeah, nice. Go buy Catharsis. Stream it on Spotify. Give them a follow. All that stuff really does help. You know how important first week sales are. I definitely talk about that in the conversation. I do have a lot of brand new Ian Hates Conversations coming out as well. So get excited. You heard a little tease for the next one or one of the next ones. I'm going to say one, one of, of the next, next ones yeah. <laughs> because you're going to be extremely surprised about some of the stuff I have coming up. Plus, I have a very first 10-year retrospective coming up. That is, And I have no idea what that one is. You don't. <laughs> and it is already recorded. Oh, boy. It is in the bag, and it is one of the best conversations you're going to hear. All right. Well, just a reminder, Ian, my birthday is April 12th. <laughs> Ian hates conversation with a guest. Of, you, well, you know what's, who I like. Um, David's birthday edition, Ian hates conversation. <laughs> Did you reach out to Shaylee? I'm seeing them uh, Thursday, so that's the time. All right. You talk to him. We'll see if we can get that done. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look. You can go back and listen to all the Ian Hates conversations, all Ian Hates music. I know it's a ton. That's always the funny thing. You look, we're on like 160-something. That's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> it really is. So I don't expect everyone to listen to every episode, but you can go on the website, ianhates.com, and just scroll down to all the bands we've had on the show. And you can click yeah. on one of those and then just fucking listen. It's yep. all for free. It's all good. If you look on the list of all the shows, you can find stuff that you'll like. And we're going to continue making these awesome shows. So thank you all so much for your support. Like Dave said, telling a friend is a big deal. Another thing that's great, hearing an Ian Hates Conversations and then going on the band's whatever social media. Go on their label social media and say, hey, I really love that conversation you had with Ian. I'm going to pick something up or I'm going to follow the band now. I'm going to go see you live now. Whatever it happens to be. Because I do truly think that when I do these interviews with bands, that you getting to know them makes you enjoy their music more. Definitely. Because it definitely, I only have bands on the show that I already like, but I come out of every interview liking that band, liking that band even more. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
I, that happens to me after I listen to any of the conversations. So that's uh, not easy to do with me. <laughs> no, you're a heartless and soulless person. Yes. <laughs> we have established that. That is for sure. <laughs> so once again, I want to thank all of you haters out there. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. Dave, I think I'm all set. Do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So alright.